Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Hello everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Disruption Works Chit Chat with Sean and Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We had enough storms coming through the last few yeah. days, haven't we? Jesus. You didn't you didn't blow away on Friday then? No, no. Good grief, though. I mean, it was just like extraordinary stuff. You know, who says global warming isn't happening? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. there's enough evidence if you... Uh, you don't even need to look hard enough, to be honest. No. You just see it. Absolute nuts. Climate change is a thing, because see it outside your window. Oh, yeah, we probably should say climate change because you say climate warming and any numpty that just thinks it means, <laughs> well, it still snows. Yeah, yeah, it still snows. Yeah, we know it still snows, but that's not. It's crazy. crazy. Anyway, moving on to today's subject matter. Now, quite often, Steve, we talk about the popular subjects, voice bots, chat bots and the like. What we don't often talk about is the development work that we do and also the smart yeah. AI stuff. And I wanted to bring this up today because um, we're in discussion. It's a fun little project that's uh, pretty close to our hearts because we're in conversation with a uh, conservation charity, as it happens, and they get lots of inquiries where people are looking to identify the animals that uh, they look to conserve. And this presents a couple of problems in that it's pretty arduous journey for them as an organisation. it's pretty slow going for the people that want to engage with their charity, find out what thing they've seen. Yeah. Um, so I was keen to find out, just, you know, tell us about the little project that we're working on and, and uh, give us a bit more intel on that one. Well, it's, um, I, I mean, it's, a, it's a very much a, a, con, a conservation project uh, for the simple reason that what we're trying to do is use AI to um identify uh could be any animal creature or species of anything um using imagery um from obviously training data that um uh, this particular conservation charity's got uh, they've got a big set of uh different species uh and and lots of images for each of those um, so before we get not- too technical sorry what what, what do we mean here what what's the what's the layman's terms of what we're trying to yeah, achieve well, they've got lots of lots of photography uh, that they know is um you know x x number of these are a um or x species yeah so whatever the, the species is we're being a bit secret squirrel because the uh you know we're we're talking about this, but it's such a good project. It's such a the, nice project. The, I'll, I'll help you out here, Steve. <laughs> the layman's terms is that someone could upload a picture of what they've yeah. seen, that they've taken, and this would identify the particular animal and say, oh, you've probably seen this. And yes. then over and above that, we'll give some educational material back about this thing likes to live here, likes this type of environment, or this could be endangered or whatever it might be. So that we've got yeah. a really cool kind of customer engagement piece going yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, the user experience is very much like that. And and what we're trying to do is make this so this is a service they can offer anywhere. So we obviously talk about chatbots and 
this would make it very easy to upload something in the chatbot and um, say, oh, hi, chatbot, what, I'm, what have I found? Yeah. You could up, upload a, a picture of a, um, a robin or something and it would go, this is a robin and this is where it's normally found. This is the, you know, its wingspan, a little bit of information about it. You know, it's Latin name, whatever the whatever those information pieces are, it would bring that back from the database that we've kind of got from the client um, to to start propagating that answer. Uh, but what it does is, as with all charities, there it's a it's a huge job to put all this together and to put the um, lots of species into one place. So what we've got is they've got a very good database of images. Um, that are held hierarchically, so we know what they are, um, but they haven't got a lot of embellishment data, so they haven't got a, a lot of extra data to that, and we're going to help them build that. But the really smart bit is that if somebody then uploads an image that they've taken in their garden of said robin, then what they'll do is it'll go, yes, you've seen a robin, and this is all the information, here's some photos we have, and shows them a really nice information of that, but it logs that event. Um, so it, what it identifies, it uses AI to do image recognition, um, but then it also does uh, the pulls back the information and then logs that information for analytics later. Now that's really important. So if you're talking about something like the Great British uh, Birdwatch and stuff like that that was went on, uh, then there doing something that's very anecdotal um they're trying to uh, to get people to survey how many birds they've seen how many times they've seen them and stuff like that and that's great it's a really great exercise and it's done in a very fine amount of time but this would also equally give similar data if they had enough engagement through all their a digital estate um because we would know what we identified when it was where it was um and that can just be running all the time in the background to give you an idea of uh, of when these uh, species are seen, you know, how many have been seen now, have we had any sightings of this particular breed of bird, for instance, or, uh, or species of something else, you know, a different animal, you know, so we're down in the southwest, so this could equally apply to kind of foreshore animals, so lots of little um, you know, the little anemones and things like that that live in rock pools, for instance. You know, so those kind of areas could also be included in the same uh, function. But it's a smart, it's a nice project because this is going to be very transferable across any kind of um, any set of, uh, of images that um, an organisation might have. You know, we can train the model in the same way. Yeah, and like we said, that it's not the, uh, and I don't use the term uh, kill two birds with one stone anymore, by the way. <laughs> Speed two birds with one seed is the new term. <laughs> so anyway, but um, yeah, because it's a great, it's a great piece if you're an end user. It's a really nice engagement tool and they're having fun uploading a picture and go, oh, I've seen a robin and, you know, that, that, that got confirmed and so on and so forth. Um, but like say from a conservation side of things, you're getting that data all year round. Now, the RSPB, yeah, they do the big garden bird watch. It's I imagine a big thing on their side to get those packs together, get them all sent out, the, yeah. you know, to get people engaged and fill out the forms, whatever it is they do, and then you know send that back. You think 
that's a big onerous job that they're trying to focus down into i think it's about four days and maybe yeah. they thought well you know people get empathetic or they won't do it after a couple of days they'll get bored of doing it yeah. so maybe that's the reason why they focus that down into a few days but actually if you've got something that's just doing that all year round yeah well, I, I think that's going to be an additional advantage, but also you can then do a campaign that you still use the the uh, the application um, it, within a finite amount period. Yeah, yeah. Your data was back in that period, you know. So when because it's it's very good for the long term and overview um, uh, when you're doing the you know you're, it's just running in the background and you've got say a set of enthusiastic people that engage with it all the time anyway, um, but the, the, I suppose the nice thing with the um, uh, the garden bird, the fact that uh, it is that finite amount of time people are actively looking, so they're actively doing this thing. Um, the um, this particular project is for uh, kind of more unusual creatures as well, so it's it's a it's a bigger set of data uh, that we're looking at, not just birds, uh, but any sort of creatures. So that then becomes a uh, and you know a massive database of, of, of species really uh, useful tool even a useful tool within uh, the, the charity as well because they can they don't have to only train in internally they could be looking for them themselves you know and just know that that's what is has been done I think you mentioned that uh, the, the the top of the show that we we know that this is a big pinch point for them because they get a lot of oh what have I just seen yeah and that's that's a real problem because they love to engage and it's a lovely thing for them to do but the time involved in responding to that query is really time consuming you know um, and what they want to do and the reason that we're talking to them now about this and we've scoped this project out for them is that they want to be able to automate our process to provide some great answers really authoritative answers back to the to the individual that's really interesting what they've just seen um, but then uh, not have to have you know staff tied up with those queries that they do want to respond to but they just take a long time you know each one will take them maybe half an hour to get you know responses to and froze can you give me a better image all those types of processes that are involved in it you know and, and it's harder. Yeah. And I'd imagine there's some downstream benefits of that real cool engagement with those people is that that will, in, you know, encourage them to sign up for memberships or to donate because that was a really cool and fun thing to do and they want to do it again. And just, yeah. I think, brings them into the charity and, you know, gets them gets them in there and, what you know, want to be a part of, you know, what's going on, really. Well, I suppose that's the, the point that we're trying to um, uh, to encourage, and that's why we uh, said that we, we we obviously went in as a conversation and they, they're talking to us at the moment about doing the chatbot to do normal questions, FAQs and, and take down some journeys and things like that. So do some automation on that side and some things, but this is the big pinch point for them. So this becomes an additional service that's plugged into the chatbot because that's something we've developed. And on the vendors, we're looking at some really big uh, vendors to see which is the best image recognition tool for this particular use. Um, but once we've built this, this will be a service that can then be called 
within any app that they decide to build later on, to their website for searching on the site, um, for their chatbot, obviously we're talking about just anything really, because it will be a service and it will provide the answers and a, resp a rich response after that. So that makes it a really useful tool for them across everything, you know, it's a, a huge benefits. And of course that then means that people will engage with them more as a charity. Yeah. So and there's more awareness about, um, you know, what is happening with certain species. You know, we haven't had any sightings of this. You know, we haven't had any sightings of these things. Um, or we've on, we're now seeing a decline on this. And you know, the awareness data that's going to come out of this operation is massive. And I think that that's going to be a huge thing. And it's kind of and the reason we're talking about it today is because so enthusiastic about it it would it's going to be an extraordinarily good tool even though it's you know it's, it's it doesn't seem to have been done previously for uh, in the way that we're using it and um you know i i think it will just uh, provide really important data but if they then share it about it could be worth quite a lot to the charity to be able to share and hook into uh, funds that will be able they'll be able to leverage and things like that because they'll be able to push this as a research project as much as anything else even though it's a community engagement tool as well yeah definitely thinking that this is a technology for for good peace here and this is like say really exciting and the interesting thing for them will will be to confirm maybe some of these patterns or beliefs that they've had and yeah. prove some of their theories you know when talking about climate change and global warming earlier in the call there's certain species that like a certain temperature and those species are immigrating further and further north up the uk to yeah. find those temperatures and that's you know some of the things that they'll be able to pull out of the data and go this is you know this is actually this is definitely a thing that's happening and this is what we're seeing and it's reflected in the data yeah and they get the speed then, uh, the speed that this is traveling up the country, you know, so we've never seen this species in Yorkshire or wherever it is, you know, why why on earth are we seeing it that far north or, you know, those types of things, they can see that journey happening because the sightings are starting to come in. And, um, you know, it, it just it's just a brilliant piece of data that will, can be analyzed and pulled out and then put into any visualization tool because it's there, you know, um, and that's what we're hoping to try and gather through this project. And uh, you've mentioned the chatbot as one of the interfaces, but of course the chatbot can be deployed across their social channels as well. So that just kind yeah. of just broadens the fact that this is. Uh... Yeah. I mean, look, they could obviously put this into an app, but they could equally just use WhatsApp or blooming um, uh, Facebook. You know, it doesn't matter that. You know that those are native apps to people's devices they can take a photo upload a photo easily enough and all that stuff you know so all that's very straightforward now i was uh, watching dragon's den the other day and they were talking about uh there was an app on there that uh for, for sort of compete with just giving for example yeah. and they were talking about millennials being the sort of the highest proportion of of charity givers oh right now so you're thinking about the younger generation and right in there in terms of donating to charities and i think again this is just another thing where this technology plays into that uh, demographic well there's an expectation of this now you know that, that this is a thing that this should be a thing you know uh so if you haven't got your tech in place uh the 
the norm now is that you have something that's slick and it works and it and it's just it's an easy journey there's no tolerance anymore for you know we keep talking about good customer service and being an, an innovative brand and and all those types of things well you also have to be i think an innovative charity as well if you're going to do stuff like conservation and things like that you've got to look at that why why would you not you know the money you're trying to get and the funding and the engagement you're trying to get needs to be innovative it needs to be current it needs to be relevant which is the you know this the buzzword of the moment isn't it you know you've got to be relevant well this is a relevant tool you know this is a real thing you know you can get your day uh your kids in early on it you know because they're engaged but you know the the kind of species and things that we're looking at any age will be engaged with them but you know you've got to you've got to have this kind of digital estate to be able to 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 engage with people now you know you've got to have these tools and i think about that as well when you think about conservation and all the other good stuff is that you want to you do want to get the kids in early on it so if there's a fun tool that they can engage with on their on their tablet or mobile phone even because i know youngsters get phones pretty young these days but they can yeah. take a picture of something they they're in there you know getting muddy in the garden and they take a picture of something yeah they're engaged with your your organization from a from you know exactly. 10 years old yeah that's right you know and um I, it just, just makes it it's it's an it's just a no-brainer really you know uh, i think there's a it's going to be a really exciting project and really i really hope that um it goes the way that we want it to go and um i just think it's you know it's it's only going to improve over time as the technology improves anyway but the image recognition tools that we're looking at now are just incredible you know they really are quite significant so you know this is going to be a really powerful um a plug for anybody you know so any conservation charity could use this service for a power to build and and leverage the technology you know we just deploy it for them instead you know it's really is a very powerful um a powerful tool you know and i just think it'd be it's just just really happy that it's 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 got this conservation edge which is an important one yeah definitely good stuff and uh, i hope yeah I hope that goes through because I'll look forward to using it myself. <laughs> well, absolutely. Yeah, I think all it is now, um, you know, like everything with uh, with charity and conservation, it's getting the funds. But I think this um, the innovative approach to this is going to be uh, a real edge uh, to to be able to leverage funds to do it, you know, because yeah. I think it could be transformatory for this charity. You know, it really could be, you know, it may just put them on the front page of everything as far as yeah. I can see. Really interesting, really interesting. Brilliant. Well, thanks for that, Steve. If anyone wants to ask any questions about this, we'll we'll, we'll endeavour to answer them however yeah. best we I'll can. Try keep it, I'll try and keep it layman's terms. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a charity and you're thinking, hey, I could use some smart AI, it doesn't have to be image recognition, but just something that might help your charity move forward or your organisation doesn't have to be a charity. But, uh, do feel free to drop us a line and we're always happy to have a chat about what's possible and we can be very honest about what isn't <laughs> and uh, go from there. But uh, thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed that and we look forward to catching up with you next time. Super. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.